Keith, that yeah, I got three that three. Twitter announcement is like the least effort I've ever seen you put what into anything. Say? Podcast podcasting now or something. No, podcasting twitch.tv slash wanderbot. <laughs> wanderbot. Yeah. Wow. That's where the current stream is happening. I don't feel like launching well, I mean, it up. It's not wrong, but also just so lazy. They know what it means. <laughs> Hey, yeah. I did my I did my YouTube announcements with freaking uh, embedded images and shit. I some stuff some of the stuff takes work. Yep. I spent yeah. all I spent all day running back and forth trying to figure out medical bullshit. I don't I don't need to spend time working on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> medical bullshit. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. So um, my income dropped. Are, are we starting? Yeah, we're oh, starting. This yeah. is the podcast. I just, apparently, I just okay. realized. Yeah, we, uh, we, my stream had me muted. All right, uh, that's fixed. There so we go. Something fun that happens in California, or probably other places too. I don't know, but I'm, the country's too complicated for me to hospital. care about other states. But uh, um, there's this whole like like universal healthcare thing going on right now. And yes, for mm-hmm. us, we have Medi-Cal, which is the normal people medical thing. That that sets up like subsidization for your various so it's between things. Medicaid and Medicare. It's like a thing basically. where like if you have if you have Medi-Cal, then like they subsidize part of your payments for something like Kaiser or something like that, like hospital right, right. chains. Well, my my income's too low for Medi-Cal, which I apparently found that is a real thing. So wait, what? I got so I got. So you have to do Medicare Med- instead. No, no wait, Medicaid. Wait, I'm I got sorry. mixed up now. I know. I'm yeah, sorry. You're, my you're income's too up. low. My income's too low for covered California. Yes. So it I, they dropped me to Medi-Cal without any warning. So I've spent all week trying to p- actually prove my income because the the two things don't talk to each other at all. So mm-hmm. you get to have you get to deal with this fun thing where people one person will drop you without notice, but then send none of your information to the other company, and then you're you have like a time limit to send stuff via snail mail for seventeen different freaking forms to prove your income before they drop you from all. Uh, health coverage so that you then have to worry about having fines on your taxes for not having health coverage. <laughs> yep. Does America just want all of its citizens to die? I don't yes. know. Because I feel like America just wants everyone to die. Preferably. <laughs> they make it as hard okay, as well, possible. Medi-Cal isn't, I mean, Medi-Cal isn't bad. I have, I've had Medi-Cal forever and it's two, there's two things that are great about Medi-Cal. Well, the problem One, is when you get dumped on Medi-Cal with a time limit. <laughs> yeah, right. well, that's true. But no, it's no like... Warning. But it's, I don't know, the two things that are great about Medi-Cal is one, there's not really much you have to do. Well, at least in my town, there's like like three doctors I can go to and they're all crap anyway, so who cares? And two, you can totally scam Medi-Cal for as long as you need to because there's no validation process. Like, there's never a I don't know about that. Uh, I do. I have been using Medi-Cal telling them I make zero dollars a month for the past four years and they have not validated that. So, I feel like well, that's a very easy way to get legally in trouble. It very is, easily. except except no one cares because it's Medi-Cal. You just, just offer them chickens. I think Andrew's just counting on dying first. I pl- Well, here's the thing, is that if they make me pay, then that's fine. But then I'm going to go to the doctor every day. Like, every day. <laughs> I will be there every day for every little thing. I got a hangnail. What should I do, doctor? Oh, my toe hurts. What should I... And I will fucking push them to the point where they're like, you can't go to the doctors anymore, dude. Like, this is, is That's absurd. That's not how like, coverage works either. <laughs> you have to pay every yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you no, have to pay a small copay no matter what it is, not, generally. Yeah. It's not, it's oh, not yeah. total single payer you like it is in, like, super high places. Uh, premium if you're going to be going every time for free. Oh no, and I don't. I don't have to go for free. I'll put out of my money just to bother the doctors enough where they have to 
kick me out and put me back on Medi-Cal so I don't have to go to the doctors. I don't think it's going to be that way. I think that'll work perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think think they'll just gladly take your money. You should keep us updated. <laughs> I probably, well, I, who cares? Some, Medi-Cal so this is the podcast where I mean, the will never find out. We talk about our scams. This is our legal sometimes advice I, podcast. <laughs> sometimes I forget Shitty that Andrew advice. is a sovereign citizen, and we, oh, yeah. we need to avoid these topics really hard. All right, you, you could uh, work, you could, work, you could word replace his name with that guy that tried to declare his house its own country, and it's a lot do of his behavior patterns. I would do that in a heartbeat if I could. <laughs> So, video games is apparently supposed to be the discussion for the gaming I mean, podcast. I mean, Life is a video cast. game in its own way. <laughs> True. <laughs> I assume Wander has to air the grievances about uh, Universal. Fuck Universal. <laughs> okay, like, is that new? Is there something... That's not a video that... game. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. Uni- uh, okay. So, I know I need to preface this, but that's just, that's my grievance. Not uh, really. So, I mean, Universal's a Comcast-owned company, so shut yeah, Shut up, Andrew. Them. Like, <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> who owns who gets I realize really you have really diatribes, but you're ruining this quick. Okay, uh, so for people that don't know, <laughs> Keith and I had our uh, Ratchet & Clank series wiped out because uh, Universal's like, oh, uh... Yeah, so this has cutscenes from the movie, and we know we sent you guys these press cut. Co- what the fuck? Yeah, they, sent right, press pre- copies. they sent press copies to Let's Play channels to Let's Play their game, in a, a game that heavily features cutscenes from the movie, which means they get blocked on YouTube. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I heard about this. Yeah. They gave you the fucking press. The what? I didn't buy. They gave it. you yeah. the press copies. Yeah, they gave it to <laughs> and me. Then yeah. They did that. And it's yep. not just like some scenes. It's like the <laughs> the entire like all the side quests are shitty in-game engine cutscenes, but every single like main story cutscene yes. is just like full CGI Pixar looking like movie scenes. So the entire main story wow. of the, the the entire main narrative drive of the story is all these scenes that are blocked on YouTube with no warning. They didn't yep. say like, "Oh, you can't air these scenes." It's like like, "Hey, here's this game. Go play go cover it on your channel." It's a trap. They do actually they do actually have a uh, disclaimer on their site saying you can play any of our games except for the 2016 one, you know, full permissions. The 2016 one, you might not get monetization. Yeah, they say you might not be able to monetize, but in reality they block the entire videos from being played on YouTube. <laughs> yep. I'm just wondering I, like what the hell they're thinking. Like I mean, so the thing is, it's a bunch of separate companies uh, yeah, not talking to each other yeah, or screwing so, people oh, fair over. Enough, yeah. Yeah, so uh, for frame of reference, Sony owns Ratchet & Clank. Insomniac oh, just well, makes Sony's, it and has made yeah, it all this time. Like Sony distributes um, the game and some company from San Francisco uh, PR company gives me the code. And yeah. Universal shits all over it. <laughs> and that's the process. Yes. Yeah, because Universal, a subset of Universal is the one that made the movie. Universal doesn't like Let's Plays, period. And for the most part, there's like no real conflicts, period. Right. It's a but, movie studio. But in this case, uh, they uh, yep. you've got three different companies, and none of them feel like working together with the whole press thing. So, nope. uh, f- fuck Let's Players, because Sony's nope. actually really good about Let's Players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because Universal the, the movies, being a the movie company, from fo- uh, Focus Features, which is a uni- yeah. NBC Universal spinoff thing for yeah. like indie or something. Trying to picture like yeah, a game company giving films. press copies. And then, like, claiming monetization on the press copy footage. That would be uh, such a dick so thing to do. That has happened. That's not... Mm-hmm. 
unheard of, but it's rare. Ah, oh, shit, what was the... Oh! Because at least that's was, contained um, within one company. It was actually uh, not quite the same, but I believe it was Shadow of Mordor. When WB was uh, releasing Shadow of Mordor, they had a force gag order thing where you could only monetize your videos if you agreed to do XXX and X. So not quite the same, but um, uh, it was like if a bug shows up, period, you have to quit your stream entirely and like block it out and make sure it doesn't make it to YouTube. Oh, come on. Uh, You can't say anything bad about the game, like a bunch of other things. Uh, So, you know, Total Biscuit was like, you know, obviously yelling about it for a while. Mm -hmm. And I just found it to be kind of incredible that, you know, I don't know if you ever played Shadow of Mordor, but it was fun as hell. Like, it was a great game. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to go full draconian on this one because we can. And it's like, WB, are you insane? (laughs) You're always in trouble if you're playing anything by WB on YouTube because they block every single piece piece of cutscene or audio they can. Yep. Yep. I think that WB, um, like, they, they almost have an argument if they're paying the YouTuber specifically to do, like, a promotional thing. Like, yeah, don't say anything bad if you're getting paid to, like, basically hype this person's game. Yeah, um, the Jeff Keighley but on the other approach. hand, if they're yeah, on the other hand, if they're if you're just like blanket like shotgunning out press copies, then you don't get the like you can't do that with a movie. Like I'll give you a review, advanced review copy, but only if you do something good or if you say something good about it. And the thing yeah, is, the whatever. thing is, when a channel is like full shill mode, like don't people lose trust in that at some point? Yep. When like uh, I mean, the Game Grumps did all their promo videos and they were terrible and they stopped doing like, it. There was a lot of channels yep. I couldn't watch anymore because they would there were the definition of what I would call like enthusiast press. Mm-hmm. Where all they do is like basically be part of the advertising go, oh, arm of wow. various companies and Oh then, wow, look at this cool thing. Like the oh, one wow. one note excitedness just defeats yeah. all meaning at some point and it's just like like it's like the Toby Turner did, approach uh, basically for a while. Did, um, brothers tale of two brothers or whatever that was that was one of their worst let's plays i've ever seen that's just like it's kind of a it shame because it's actually a really good game but yeah. yeah but when you're forced to like be like to be so artificial it takes the it just immediately like sucks the life out of the lpr oh they did yep. I, I don't even remember this <laughs> they did it for like two episodes it. and then they were like yeah oh, i don't think no, we're gonna it was, do it these things episode two years ago is why i don't remember it yeah yeah it, it's pretty old Hmm. They yeah. they put this practice on the kibosh really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still do it occasionally fun. where they'll be given like a copy or whatever and they'll go go bananas on it. But usually it's actually the games they like as opposed to like the sponsored ones. Yeah. Right. Now on some level, like, I kind of get why some channels just give up and just be positive about everything. Because if you're negative about anything, that's how you get everyone yeah. mad at you. Because do you remember my uh, Fallout Deserts of not Fallout uh, Homeworld Deserts of oh, yeah. every time you criticize thing? anyone yep. anything everyone's furious with you period yep oh I, 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 wanna... I criticized a game that was just objectively ass that we were playing together and someone was mad at me for that and it's like what the <laughs> well look at it man like there's nothing <laughs> redeeming about this game no 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 if you criticize something that somebody likes you're basically criticizing them and saying that they're a bad it's person it's true yeah. Pe- people will definitely take that as a slight against themselves you gotta remember that you're uh, literally shooting down the throat the throat of their personality <laughs> uh-huh. but to be fair they have yeah, shitty my, personalities my my video for Homeworld Deserts of Karak 
4,300 views, 64 likes, 38 dislikes. That's the impressive. rest of the series was pretty positive, but uh, it was just that. That's almost as bad of a ratio as you'd get if you made like an anti-vaxxer video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's a market to tap into. Uh, Being an lp that just goes on anti-vax tirades <laughs> every single video. <laughs> in the middle of the Let's Play. <laughs> like they're playing like Fallout. They're like, I bet the apocalypse wouldn't have happened if they didn't damn vaccinate all their kids. You gotta vaccinate asteroids. <laughs> what are we talking asteroids about? Asteroids are natural. What are we talking about right now? I don't know. I'm video afraid. games. I'm yeah, actually video afraid. Video games and, and vaccinations. Yeah. So, I, I can, so I can see why... Okay, Keith, you go first. I'll no, shut up. You do up. it. You were on topic still. I was okay, changing topic. Fine. <laughs> okay, uh, I I can see why why uh, a lot of YouTubers would go straight shill mode. Uh, I don't know. I guess Keith, you're in the Skype group, but like every once in a while they talk about sponsorship deals and getting like thousands of dollars for these things, and it's just like I could see kind of basing yourself around that as long as you can kind of keep true to form. Pretty hard but, to do the true to form though. Yeah. I mean, it's also like you get big enough as a channel and it just doesn't matter anymore. Like, I think that's it for the Game Grumps. Yeah, they could pick up some extra money from sponsorship deals or they could just keep doing what they're doing, get more <laughs> views and grow. They also took down my Ratchet and Clank episode one. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. That, that has movie scenes in it. The first several I, missions I of that they... game are, are nonstop movie scenes. Oh, yeah. They did actually take down my first episode. They originally just blocked it for copyright. Uh, yep. It, like, uh, not copyright, but, like, no monetization. Wow. Fuck them. All right. Yep. Yeah, I've got, like, part of a series. Episodes two I through nine. Took my, I took my entire series down after, like, the beginning I, and ending of it started, <clears throat> started both disappearing. I'm just going to leave done. it up. I just don't want to deal with I, questions I'm gonna leave anymore. It up. What you should do is well, you should I, I look put up, up every possible glitch in the game and make one video that's just as you just like breaking the game and just be like, "This game sucks." It's actually a pretty well made game. That'd be that'd be a Damn little it. hard. Well, that that ruins that. Despite idea. being a kind of rushed feeling, like it feels a little rushed as a movie tie-in because it's a reinterpretation of the original game and it seems to have like half as many planets in it. So, like, mm -hmm. the, there's less content there, but what they have is really well done. And, like, yeah, it actually was blowing my mind sometimes, and I kept remarking this when I was playing in it a little bit, was that I would walk into a room full of, like, destructible objects, blow everything up all at once. All the ridiculous little bolts that make up the currency in the game would, would form this giant uh, swirling vortex of these, like, 3D objects flying around that pick, fly into your character. And it's all running perfectly at like 60 frames per second. And it's like the yeah. screen's covered it, in particles and shit. I'm like, how is hmm. this game running right now? It it makes me want a resurgence of that type of game. Yeah. But I'm just still super, super not okay. It's, it's like a game that makes you excited super about salty. whatever the Banjo game is that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Ukulele? Ukulele. Yeah, I already, mm -hmm. I, I, I was like, that a while string ago. instrument that normal people don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it makes me look forward to something like ukulele on proper modern tech that isn't tied to a weird movie deal. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see, like, Jack and Daxter. Uh, mm -hmm. shoot. 
I totally there forgotten like, about Jack and Daxter. They kind of came out at the same time Ratchet and Clank did. Yeah, but, uh, I, I would say they're... Jack and Daxter, it's like the only one of those PlayStation 2 mascot characters not getting a movie right now. It's yeah. true. Because <laughs> they're, they're doing a Sly and a Ratchet and Clank. I'm, oh, right, I'm yes. just anticipating the Spyro movie anytime now. Oh, no. I don't but know if that would work. That's a PlayStation I, 1 mascot. Yeah. 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 I, I, go, I, go, I feel go back like... to PS1 and make Crash Bandicoot and uh, Spyro the, the Dragon movies. <laughs> Rocky, just Disney Channel. Let's just I cross just them over. The have games. a Spyro the Bandicoot. Spyro the movie. Bandicoot. <laughs> it's just Purple Crash. That just sounds like a Prince tribute movie. No, Purple Crash <laughs> sounds like a really bad like grape energy drink. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking about. So, hey so, kids, so Prince, you want some Purple Crash? So Prince just died. And mm-hmm. the thing about that is that I found out he was dead because of a pun. Like I was, Aww, what I was, was the pun? I, I, it was like so, it was like some sort of. I was on Imgur, and there was some sort of like punny thing referring to Prince, and I was able to reverse engineer from the trying to figure out what the joke was to realize, oh, Prince must have died. <laughs> and like that was the way I realized that one of the biggest musical people that people talk about is just flat out dead is some dumb image joke someone made on the internet that I saw before any of the news. And that's not that's not the most flattering way for that to go. Yeah, that that's that sucks. <laughs> mod- there's our modern Kinda technology. Reminds me of, um, <laughs> uh I wonder if anybody found out about like the like Osama bin Laden getting killed because of this stupid like uh meme about like Osama bin Laden was the world's greatest hide and go seek player or whatever. <laughs> Oh no! I had my entire way to find that news. <laughs> I don't know why, but I had like almost my entire dorm floor crammed into my room because I was one of the only people with the TV. Because uh, like, who the fuck has TVs anymore? Um, Whenever I hear about dorms, year. it makes me happy I didn't experience them. It was fun, but like we just had everybody in there like listening as they reported uh, Bin Laden being taken out, and I was just like, uh, it was at like two or three in the morning too, like. They announced that shit late, which go figure, but... Well, yeah, it probably happened, like, three in the afternoon over there. It was just, like, there. really <laughs> surreal from my perspective to have a party in my room celebrating somebody's death, no matter how scummy they were. Oh, yeah, that was the that was really creepy to talk about news that's, like, what, like, nine years old at this point, but whatever. Yeah, death celebrations. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, we've gotten way, way off the beaten path. I tried looking up Prince death images to try to find out references to it to see if the mm. if I could find the image that showed me in the first place. But almost the results are just that one really fat guy that fell over on the bus and is passed out. What the hell are you talking about? You never seen that before? He's just like no. he's completely passed out on like the bus seat, but it's too small, so he rolled over into the aisle and he has his gut sticking through the like the rail and into like the staircase you take down to get off the bus, and he's just still passed out. And that's most of the results I have when I try to find. The joke that it huh. told me that Prince died. It's, it's, it's because so, the, the usual let's caption switch is, gears. The usual captions. Good night, sweet Prince. Andrew, yep. I have a question. Yes. What was it like buying chickens? Um, it oh, was. Yeah. It was easy. I feel like we should talk about chickens because I'm really. I want to hear about. Did this. you get mail order chickens? No, I just went down to the Western Ranch and Supply Store that's in town and just bought them. Oh just, right! I'm picturing like a hardware store where you just buy chickens. Like, yeah, what is this? It, it pretty much is just it a hardware like store for like, 
Yeah, it's just a hardware store for animal goods, and you just go in there, and there's like a tub, and there's it's full of fucking chickens, and you just go like, I want four, and they're like, all right, and they just grab four, and then they put them in a box, and you go home with them. Are they all like female chickens? Or yes, like... they only sell female chickens. Okay. That makes sense. Because I um, assume gener- male chickens are pretty much only used just for getting more chickens, and then that's about it. Hens, hens have their uses, uh, or uh, roosters oh, have yeah, their uses. Hens or roosters. Roosters yeah. are, have their uses outside of just uh, fertilizing. They're good for. Uh, they're good as like, um, what's it called? Uh, they're good as like keeping as corralling, uh, like mm-hmm. keeping the hens in place. Like they're good for going yep. around and just like that makes a, sense. You know, like keep, like basically like a pimp, like keeping a bitch in line. Um, that same right. kind of mentality, but for the most part, like it, it, buying a hen or buying a rooster is mostly something you would do if you are mating like chickens. For the most part, right? Uh, yep. So yeah, they just don't they don't bother selling them because they're not. How long does it take a, a hen to mature? Uh, I believe it's twenty two weeks. That's kind of long. It yeah, but once they, I mean, that's like they, not even half a year, man. No, they. I mean, they I'm, live. They live for like five, six years. Okay. Well, because after that's like only five after or six you cut years, their heads off. well, I mean, five or five or six years is about how long you want to keep them alive before their meat starts getting less favorable. So, like after five Makes or six sense, years, yeah. you want to like eat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I figure, like, yeah, I just, I mean, I wait twenty-two weeks. They start shitting out eggs like constantly, and then yeah, I was going to ask how long. How often does a chicken lay eggs? <laughs> Um, daily, I mean, at least yeah, pretty, pretty much daily. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got chickens in my backyard too. Um, that sounds like and they, they're a really busy job for the, for the body. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of production. I mean, how does a chicken yeah. poop out that many eggs? Because <laughs> they, they I mean, that's, just, that's just what they do. Lots. Well, it, I mean, the, yeah, it's like the thing is, is like it depends on what you're trying to do. Like if you're making egg laying chickens, you want to give them things like oysters that have high protein and shit like that. So they don't. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So they don't uh-huh. lose a lot of the protein while they're doing that because, you know, it, it is like basically giving childbirth like every fucking day. So <laughs> ladies. <laughs> yeah. So like you, you have to like imagine the concept of how much your body is like how much a chicken's body is like le- like shitting out for the egg and like yes so you want to like re like recoup that by leaving oysters and things out for them to like regenerate their protein and calcium Mm -hmm. but um, uh name the chickens uh yeah one of them uh the one we have one chicken named jamal right now um (laughs) and then i don't know what we're gonna name the other three but uh i gotta wait until uh you tell them apart uh, yeah, we can tell Jamal apart because Jamal has like a black spot on his beak and he won't shut the fuck up. Um, so <laughs> that that's the only idea? Re- <laughs> yeah, that's why that's kind of why we named him Jamal because he wouldn't like shut up. And we all my chickens are black, so we're gonna name them all like black stereotypical names. Um, probably just to be racist because I mean, <laughs> why not? That's you know, I, I you mean, really I, should you really should just give up and name one of them KFC. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's just not. Wow, I don't know. It's just, it's just not as fun to say. Like it's not fun to say KFC to a chicken. Wonder yeah, that was is. so bad. Even Andrew's looking down on you for it. it. You just start well, naming your chickens like buffalo and teriyaki. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, KFC sounds dumb because it's Kentucky Fried Chicken. So I'm calling a chicken chicken. And like that just wow. yeah. seems but dumb you just to call do it that. KF, then. I mean, half the time in video games, I name my dog cat. And then just go from there. Fuck naming things yeah. interesting. The only just valid name anymore is, is Bark is Bark Spawn. I don't. I don't know. I, we don't I need actually come puns. up with like names. They've been, they've I, been I mean, 
That's like the not most, a good pun. The most <laughs> That's uh, a terrible pun. I don't know. I think like the most like annoying part so far is just building the fucking chicken coop outside. Like that's just been the worst part. Um, yeah, I bet it's exhausting and like uh, it's pricey. It's like my my decision <clears throat> my decision was either like okay, I'm either gonna go buy a new iPad to replace my old one or I'm gonna build a chicken coop. And I was like, I guess mm-hmm. I'll just buy uh, build a chicken coop. So, so do you make the is, chicken coop like out of wood and then have to keep like straw yeah, inside well, of it? Like because it's going to be outside, I need to get like uh-huh. pressure treated wood because I can't just like get fucking two yeah, by four plywood. Yeah, you can't have like leaky shit like driftwood. Yeah, chickens and, like, are wet all the goddamn time. And so it's a pain in the ass because like when you're building a chicken coop, you have to also take into account of like two things. One, only half of the damn thing needs to be a building. Uh, the other half needs to be open so they can walk around and, and like shit all over the place. Shit, and, yeah. uh, I'm gonna be and watching two, these damn chickens for the rest of the stream. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> so and I'm gonna two, this, I'm gonna put this video in the freaking podcast at this rate. You, you can. That's fine. It'll be up. It'll be up. It's up. Tw- <laughs> for those of you watching, it's up 24 seven. For like, it's gonna be up forever. And once wait, I get once once I forever, finish the even after he yes, moves once, out, he's just gonna wait, leave the camera. What, there yeah. Once I finish the video, we're talking about the chicken like, cam. Where's this chicken cam that got shared? I'll, it's in it's, your chat. It's in your chat. Oh. <laughs> I can uh, put it into the lobby. I completely missed that. Yeah, because <laughs> I just clicked... I'll put it into the... Uh, okay, because I clicked on Keith's picture of the fat dude passed out, and I was just, that's <laughs> not chicken. <laughs> I mean, it makes... No, no, it make, it's like little baby chicken. It's oh, like, it so that, chicken. Like walking around. That's legitimately just like your chickens right now. Yeah, yeah, that's my chicken's no like live. Yeah, he, 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 cool. he could run like, up. This is other people's chickens that he's just like posting <laughs> I mean, on his website. So, he, he could run up and stick his face in it right now. I, I actually yeah, didn't I, I see that it was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that it was Andrew's website at first. I just saw no. the chickens because I had friends ah. in college that just had kitten cam on twenty four seven. Yep, just I mean, that's camera. useful, like for making sure that your shit doesn't die. Like the puppy no, like it was. It was just like an official kitten cam that somebody had like running and. The official like, kitten cam for all kittens. <laughs> like, I, I think the website was one. literally just kittencam.com or something silly like that. Like, it wasn't there. Are they, was... like, are they, like, huddling for warmth right now? Oh, he's probably not even here. He's probably no, right he's, over he's, there. He's, he's in there's the, the bastard. He's really yeah. right now. <laughs> the chicken's like, oh, fuck. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. that if I sync this up correctly, we'll see him get up from his camera, walk away, and then just plunge his face into the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you say that, but I just think of, like, a tank full of chickens and him, like, dunking his head in. <laughs> <laughs> like, bobbing for apples, but with chickens instead. <laughs> Those are just in his you house. Know, if, I could, if I could buy a chicken that just, like, never grew out of chick stage, I'd be much more interested in it. There you guys like, go. Chickens yeah, chickens are, are cool. kind of annoying. I mean, cool, we had Andrew's like... mouth for scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you so, did it, so Andrew. Like, you successfully. Are they like cuddling for warmth right now, or what's up? No, with they're kind of just like now. They're just kind of freaking out. They're just kind of like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> why, oh, okay. why this, well, they were just... kind of like huddled together. They just had their Rick and we Morty. We got molested they just by had a their Rick and Morty thing. moment where they had to put on a show to save okay. the world. You know what? I'm gonna. My live audience can't see th- see this, and I just realized I should probably. Well, I pasted the link to their chat. Yeah, they might have all missed that, it. Though. This is true. I'm, I'm just gonna replace. I'm just gonna replace uh, pod- podcast <laughs> with chicken cam. There we go. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> There'll just be an official yeah, chicken I mean, cam in all a... future podcasts. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just okay a static that. image. Oh, if we, yeah, if we ever, If we're ever missing one person, the fourth camera will just be chickens. This <laughs> is the chickens. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so related. Uh, is it, though? So, well, my thing is related, and oh. absolutely. So, uh, bird, speaking of birds, we have... Uh, I've mentioned before that we have turkeys in my yard, right? I think so. Probably. No. I have turkeys. I have like 20 turkeys. That's uh, a fuck ton of turkeys. Where I worked, yeah, we had like turkeys that would attack small people. <laughs> yeah, they don't attack anybody because the whole neighborhood feeds them. Uh, but they live in my trees and my neighbor's trees, kind of interchangeably, depending on, you know, the state of the trees for the year. So, if, you know, uh, if some of the trees are, aren't like properly shaded or well, it just depends on the local housing things. market. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh they're like, they, they really are quite picky for whatever reason. But so every year you'll see turkeys with their chicks running through and then there will just be like an insane number. Uh, one morning, oh God, this is probably back in like February. I woke mm-hmm. up to hear a turkey screaming because it was uh, two bull turkeys having a uh, a contest over who's going to be the alpha, you know, bull turkey and who is going to be presumably just like. I don't know, exiled or whatever. I don't Some know how turkey culture works. Turkey. But uh, effectively, the bigger <laughs> bull turkey had the other one in a beak headlock and was dragging <laughs> it around the yard while it screamed. And there was just like 30 oh, other turkeys. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm the alpha turkey. Pretty much. Like, it was puffed up and huge. Uh, all the other turkeys <laughs> were just awkwardly standing there and watching, which was kind of amusing. Um, but it was super creepy for me because I'm just like, what the hell's screaming outside? Like, did resigned. somebody's dog get hit? And um, eventually I just like saw it. I'm like, oh, I, oh, okay. And then I didn't just have a, anything to do. So I just went to bed. So it's a turkey um, fight club. Yeah. Yeah. But they've just been here for years. Um, and so my mother has recently taken to feeding them actively uh, because mm. it's kind of funny because she can kind of make like a, a fake gobble gobble noise and she's actually getting better at it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, her transformation will be complete. <laughs> uh, so she's been feeding them sunflower seeds. So every day at five o'clock, there will just be a herd of turkeys just patiently waiting, staring at the bucket, waiting for her to come back from work and throw them sunflower seeds. And it's it's like adorable, but they're also like really ugly because turkey heads are gross. Yeah. So I'm just like, can can we just like force breed them to have feathers on their heads again? I'll be okay with it past that point. Wings. I know. I mean, it's gross. What they are. (laughs) Also, yeah. I mean, they're 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 like turkeys are completely retarded creatures. Yeah. Oh yeah, quite stupid. I mean. Yeah, we had like one uh, percent of their body mass. Yep, we had uh, peacocks in Croatia, and they were beautiful and also stupid. Uh, but they had feathered heads, and I was totally okay with that. I was like, "Can I just have peacocks again?" Nope. We had a, there was a peacock that used to stare us down when we, when we went on field on our field runs for my job, where we're go, we're out collecting samples, and we'd go down a country road, and a peacock would always cut us off on our way back out and just stare us down, and we had to try like it would not respond to any sort of, like, horns or approaching it with the car, and you'd have to, like, physically chase it off and get out of the car to not run it over. Yeah. Some people would have just like run turkeys. it over at that point. <laughs> like, we had we had turkeys in front of the place I worked, just in the uh, parking lot area, 
And uh, we eventually found out that the reason they were constantly there was because the receptionist was secretly feeding them every day. And there was just this oh. herd of turkeys right outside, including the bull male and everything. And if you were like five feet taller or shorter, they would chase you. Yep. <laughs> they were just actively uh, aggressive. Yeah, the, the turkeys ah. down by the high school were much more aggressive yeah. in my town. Because, hmm. you know, obviously they kind of have to be because nobody's feeding them normally. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, oh, right. They'd also fight with the geese. Watching turkeys fight with geese is actually really kind of weird. Well, really like, turkeys and their beaks are nasty. They're not. Ugh. Geese are dicks and they're gigantic, too. Yeah. But, like, they don't have anything on a turkey because the turkey can rip. Geese can just kind of bite. It's not as dangerous. Yeah. I've seen geese intimidation tactics work before, though. My bro- oh yeah, absolutely. my brother was trying to hassle them at one point out in the by a pond, and he tried just sprinting at two at two geese, and they both instead of taking off, both turned towards him and hissed <laughs> and like puffed up and everything. And he that hiss is like freaky. Like his reaction mm-hmm. was that he kind of he he hesitated and kind of backpedaled, but he was already on he was already moving forward in the sludge, so he just ended up sliding feet first through the mud because he hesitated and just made a fool of himself in front of two birds that were could not do shit to him because as like a six foot four teenager (laughs) what really caught me off guard when i first encountered the turkeys in the area was just the fact that every single time a turkey gobbles it sounds like a stock sound yeah Yeah. they're they're very consistent yeah (laughs) it's like a it's like a real life wilhelm scream of like hearing it consistently Mm -hmm. and like i like someone's playing (laughs) it sounds like a ringtone (laughs) Mm-hmm. It weirds you out, and it has range, so you'll hear it I... from across the block, oh, yeah. crystal clear, like it's a freaking sound <laughs> file playing in your ear. And nothing I guess sounds that, that does way mean in life. that uh, if you ever need to record a, a rooster, I mean a, a turkey gobbling, just go ahead and use stock sounds with impunity, and you're fine. Yeah, who will know? No one's just, ever going to catch you. Just pitch shift to like a, <laughs> mic, like a Minecraft sound. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. You know, it kind of looks like Andrew, tell gears? us about the anime dating games. Uh, uh, what? Tell what? us about your anime dating games. Actually, <laughs> what about them? Uh, kind of related, did any of you guys bother playing Honeycam or no? I did. No. I beat it. Was it See? Was it good? Uh, I mean, good is subjective. What are you looking for? Good is not was necessarily not subjective. I, was expecting. Good, good is, I don't want to good... quibble. I mean, like, good is very subjective when it quali- comes to a... I never expected quality as a matter of opinion to come from Andrew. I mean, it's a fucking... Yeah, yeah. It's a goddamn tycoon game. What the fuck do you want? How? how well, yeah, but the, like, there are some damn good tycoon games, and there are some not damn good tycoon games. Like, it's not a damn oh, good tycoon the... game. Okay, there we <laughs> go. There That's we all go. I needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is it game dev tycoon, today. or is it uh, game, uh, game dev company, or whatever that shitty one uh, was? It's, okay, so, uh, imagine if, imagine if you had a, a Facebook, a Facebook game style tycoon game with no barrier on gameplay, so, like, there's never a paywall that you hit, you just, no like, are constantly... Yeah, like there's no energy bar or anything, but there's like, but you're, st- but it's like the basic concept of a Facebook style game. Like all you're doing is you're just drag and dropping girls into spots, and then like either waiting for them to finish or like clicking repetitively or holding the mouse on a building for them to finish faster, and then just repeating the process, basically That's until, yeah, awful. 
it's it's not like it's it's not imaginative or like whoa you did a crazy game design here it's just like eh, it sounds just, like yeah I'm, like a free to play game I'm watching one of your that's videos right now and it currently, yeah, it currently looks like cookie clicker game dev tycoon wow huh. that, yeah kind of it's how often uh, do you see boobies though never it has no uh it has no fapping material on the screen I'm yeah, looking at right now I can't even see things that are their faces <laughs> I see five or six faces on the side of the screen. And they all yeah, look you the barely, same person, but color but color switched a little bit. Yeah, you barely see them. It's it's I, I honestly think it's like a way subpar version game of, of like honey like, compared to Honey Pop. Yeah, I was I was gonna say I assume it's wow. called Honey Cam because of Honey Pop, right? Yeah. It's yeah, made by the same, same dev. So they're just trying to do rebranding. They're tr- they're trying to use their brand to make more sales, but for totally unrelated games, basically. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Huh. That's huh. not what I expected to have to have happen with that. <laughs> I was hoping they'd I make mean, another Honey Cam, but or a Honey yeah. uh, Honey Pop, but I guess they Next wanted one of a to Honey Pop tie-in cart racer. <laughs> oh great! <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, I was like, expecting something closer to like a Sakura Clicker. It's. I mean, I I will give it credit that like the game never stops being like a stress ball. Like you never have a time to just sit there and be like, all right, I got time to breathe. Like, no, you got to do shit all the fucking time. Like if you're not doing something, you're gonna fail the game, and it's like that's that's ah. kind that's kind of nice that you're not just sitting there idly yeah. waiting for dumb bitches. But I I do kind of like that in tycoon games where there's like actually a challenge because like I'm thinking Holy Potatoes Weapon Shop, which is just like, I mean I could just not do anything and still win. Yeah, yeah. This game you will like you will lose if you're not it, like the first time you play you'll be lucky if you get the bronze medal, like. It's it's a wow. very it has a very steep uh like win cap, and I don't I don't know why either like it, it like for some reason it's just like it and the, like it's, the thing that really upsets me and uh, that's the biggest gripe I have is that if you go through the tutorial it's basically guaranteed that you're not going to get better like you'll either barely get bronze or you won't get bronze at all because the tutorial doesn't give you all the access to all the buildings until like halfway through the game. Which is really weird. Sounds kind of like the XCOM problem, where you play this, you're almost better off playing the tutorial and like two or three hours of the game to get an idea of what the weird system is, but then starting over from scratch because the tutorial yes. kind of screwed yep. you. Yeah. Because yep. the tutorial's like, what if we just kill half your characters immediately? Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I actually. I really wish tutorials stopped being so handholdy because you don't really learn what you're doing. You're just kind of like, all right, it's a tutorial. I'll just follow the directions. And then you're let loose and you're like, what the fuck do I do? I'd rather just like almost be programmed. So like you fuck up and it tells you why you fucked up. And it's like you put this guy out here and this guy came from this direction and, you know, kind of predicts all of your moves because there's only so many moves that can happen in like a short, short XCOM mission. And so unless you pull, like, some ridiculous nonsense and generally be able to tell you, yeah, this was a good idea. This was not a good idea. Okay, you know what you're doing. Or you're a fuck up. Here's some VR training to get you better. You know, it's, uh, like, it's it's really weird to say, but the, I'm sure none of you have played it. But there's a new, uh, there's a new, like, Candy Crush style game uh, that's Futurama themed. And, uh... The, the way that they introduce you to that game is, like, it, there's a lot of th- elements about that game that are really interesting and fun. Like, if uh, they they have a lot of quips to insult the player for, like, not doing well. Um, like, if you keep trying to match, like, it, you know, it's like a match four kind of game. But if you keep mm-hmm. trying to match three, it goes like, hey, stupid, it's match four. 
and like just stuff like that where like they they do a lot of stuff where like uh especially like if you um if you like when you fail a level they like specifically tell you like based on how close you were to beating it like they give you an insult based on how close you were to beating it and it's like wow that's really like okay thanks i guess it's i don't know it's like a there there's a time when like you can take you can take a you don't have to always just be like okay you take the tutorial so i guess now you're good bye forever where it's like it is kind of nice when there's a game that sometimes will show up and be like hey maybe if you didn't make that mistake you'd be okay it's like okay well that's nice I think but. I already hate this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like something I'd play. But I'm just watching the video in the background while he's talking, and I just, mm. I, I hate looking at it already. <laughs> like, I'm just looking it's, at it, and I'm, unha- I'm unhappy about it. <laughs> it's one of those games, like, unless you're, unless you're willing to put up with a lot of, uh, like, repetition, very, very, very boring repetition, like, you're going to hate the game. It is rather uh, impressive how it manages I mean, to perfectly capture the visual aesthetic of stere- like the stereotypical Facebook game with the bubble yes. buttons and mm-hmm. the, the pale yeah. colors. And uh, gonna, gonna be totally honest, it's really easy to replicate that style. Yeah, like I mean, that's just like a standard like widget package. I, but, I, but I did that professionally. That there like were widget packages. Packages. Yeah, like have, that's just like you download that like that comes. Yeah. that's like the default style for like whatever your GUI builder is. So the last thing that I I did at my job was to make a uh, easily customizable widget package to use across all of the <laughs> games, so people uh-huh. stop, so people didn't have to keep making new ones. Uh so now does, I go does, back and it look does at the not sound like just like it's just the same thing. <laughs> yeah. We plan on keeping yeah, you around for a very long time, so could you please make something that automates your entire position so we don't have to replace you? I mean, at that <laughs> point, I had already wanted to quit for, like, three months, and, yeah. and this is the first time the art directors said nothing to me. They're like, yeah, it looks great. Like, keep doing it. I'm like, okay. You know, job sag- satisfaction's up. I finish. Oh, uh, yeah. by the way, we have to let you go. Uh, see ma- ya. It makes me think of when I was when I was doing my spreadsheet job, and I was getting further and further along in automating my own job. But then thinking, like, maybe I shouldn't show anyone this. <laughs> that's <laughs> some that point, definitely. That's what I do on it. Here's a thing that kind yeah. of skips my entire job. <laughs> you, if you show it, that to them, they'll say, hey, great work. Uh, you're fired. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I do. That's what I do at my job every day, but I don't tell anybody. Like, they give yeah. me shit. Never to, tell people yeah, that. I, I have this never time, reveal your tools of the trade. At the same I, time, it's, it's better, sort of, um, than, like, quitting. Like, uh, for Keith and myself specifically, we didn't care about our jobs. Like, we want to be professional Let's Players, and we're well on our way to doing so. So, like, I wanted to care me about getting my fired job. meant you <laughs> I, wanted I to, and I you realized it job. wasn't worth it after a while. Well, because I, wa- I wanted to actually work in my field, but the, I looked for a job in my field for a year, and the only thing I got was something where you stare at spreadsheets all day and don't do any of that. So it was, like, something that only on paper looked like it would be my related to the field, but then in practice, it was just balancing numbers on spreadsheets for an entire year <laughs> but because they let me go instead of me quitting to pursue my dreams or whatever i got paid for like another six months and i was totally okay with that yeah yeah i i hate my job but i just also don't like my coworkers enough to tell them how to make their job easier <laughs> so they didn't fire you for cosplay like what? They didn't no. fire you for Coswander? They just fired you because they said, like, you're miserable here. We're not going to no, really no. give a reason. Bye. They, they said, they <laughs> said uh, we just simply don't need you anymore. Oh. oh so yeah, they didn't fire you for Cos. 
Yeah. Huh. That is yeah. how you're able to still get paid. Okay. Yep. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I, I was doing gross insubordination or not doing my work. I just hated yeah. it there. Huh. But, like, I did nothing that would give them cause to deny me uh, unemployment. So, right, like, right. and honestly, the like paying him unemployment was cheaper than like having him there, probably. Uh, no, I mean, I did find work, they were just moving locations, they didn't need as many people. Uh, they replaced well, me almost immediately with somebody worse, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the other uh, thing is that, like, the overhead of a single employee is way more than just what yeah, you're paying them, uh, too. Uh, so, yeah. He might. I was, he might have a point that the unemployment's probably cheaper for them. To yeah, from a business <laughs> standpoint, from a business standpoint, like having one less employee and paying them unemployment was like that's a smart way to go. Which is why my like tech support company fired me, was because they were like, huh. "Yeah, fuck you. You have a you have a shit attitude, and like it's easier to just pay you <laughs> unemployment." And I was like, "Okay, well that's fine." Yeah, I mean my yeah. my my, my real goal like it's just for actually enough of a problem that they got rid of you. Because it was less hassle to pay you for nothing than to keep you around. Yeah, I mean, uh, realistically, it was it was getting yeah. kind of, <laughs> it was getting kind of expensive to have me. Uh, they had to keep um, every every week they had to buy new stress balls, so they like started getting really upset about that. Uh, so they were just like, "Look, like we can't." Well, we're were you keep- just like destroying the stress balls? Yeah, I mean, I was helping like people in their late. Yeah, like I was helping people in their late seventies set up like a printer over I'm, the phone. I'm just imagining oh, Andrew. Yeah, I can imagine and, that. <laughs> Andrew on like phone tech support, just like talking to like, just, like squeezing the, the hell out of it, just being like, plug it little in. granny Eustace, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just 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 like one second, just just mm-hmm. give me a second. Mutes his microphone, just starts screaming and biting into the stress <laughs> ball, like I, not even <laughs> using it normally, just like. Ah! <laughs> I mean, it's like it, like the first thing, the, like the first reason I started doing it was because a uh, a lady called on the phone was like, "I need help setting up a printer," and I was like, "Okay, well, you know, we're gonna have to send somebody out there." And then my boss was like, "No, we're not gonna do that. She pays for a monthly thing, so we'll do it over the phone." And I was like, "Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that over the phone. Like, that there's no way." And so I was like, "Excuse me, do you know? Do you know what a USB cable is?" And she's like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "I'm not doing this." I was like, I'm not going to help this lady. Like, it's, I'm going to be here for like three hours trying to explain how to set up a fucking two cable printer. Oh yeah, and it's like there, when it's the like, simplest I, thing in the world. Yeah, and so my my boss just handed me a stress ball and he's like, deal with it. And I was like, oh, okay. No. And so and so I did it. And like at the end, I handed him the stress ball back and it was broken. And I was like, all right, I dealt with it. Give me a new stress ball. And the so hardest, the like, hardest thing about uh, all tech support things, be it like job based or just like dealing with family is that you never are prepared for the things that they don't know because yeah. they can always surprise you like a, a, a friend of mine I, I was trying to teach a friend of mine's mom how to do something like 10 years ago and I said to put your mouse on this thing on the screen she physically put her mouse on the screen <laughs> and I was technical writing and like giving back. instructions is so hard yeah you know you Did have I, to be incredibly oh, clear to communicate that stuff so very well like kind I, of I related repeat, I had to repeat myself um, for like an hour when trying to teach my mom the fact that turning on the internet is not the same thing as tr- opening a browser mm-hmm. she thought that <laughs> if the browser wasn't open that the internet was off and I, yeah, couldn't, and I could not get her to understand that like that was, the, the, that was, the device just works all the time that was a struggle I had to explain to my grandparents who, like, we used AOL profusely. And when they got DSL, I had to explain, like, you don't have to use AOL to get your internet to turn on. Like, they would they would log into AOL 
and then like close like you know minimize AOL and then use Chrome. And I was like, no, no, that's not how it fucking works. Like AOL <laughs> doesn't connect to your internet anymore. It's always on. They're like, well, how, are we paying for that? And it's like that's how fucking internet works, you idiot. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, the fucking internet's always on. Like why would you have to connect the fucking internet? Like, they don't, like, they don't, don't understand live, that it's basically cable. That's how cable. it was back in 1992. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, services have not changed nearly as fast as, like, the internet, so I can kind of understand why, you know, if you don't yeah. see the need to keep with the times, the times will wildly outpace you. Like, cars have been probably one of the most revolutionary things, and they developed pretty slowly. Like, you know, we we haven't, we didn't have, like, the really fast sports cars for, like, well, in the 1920s, like... Back then, it was, what, 20 miles an hour was considered blindingly fast. Yeah, a lot um, of older people got used to the concept of, like, 700 hours of AOL CDs and then never noticed when yeah. things changed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, like, those things were a thing up until the mid-2000s, too. So, like, it's very easy to get lost in all of that. Oh, yeah. So I, I played can Diablo kind of on dial-up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was a real it's, thing that happened think, in my life. I think we all yeah. had to pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean I played oh, I man. played uh, <laughs> I had a I, friend in me. uh I had a friend in middle school we played uh competitive StarCraft against him and he was uh, on dial up and we knew if we if we called him we'd kill his internet so everyone's oh, like you're a dick. <laughs> so <laughs> he was, was the, the worst. Phone. He he was not a nice person to begin with. Like he would totally do oh, this okay. to you if he could. So like oh. Yeah, it's like when you and I are pranking back and forth. It's like if you pranked me and then I pranked you back and you got sensitive about it. It's like, no, <laughs> no justification that you deserve this shit. Uh, so he wouldn't even be winning. We just do it to mess with him, like, towards the end of the game. And we just, like, <laughs> lag him out and you get really annoyed. And then he come back and, like, everything's changed. Like, at one Jesus. point, he came he came back because it would just stall him while the call was there. Like, he's still connected. Right. Just, like, yeah. no data or something. Because so it never I, uh, sounds like a drop connection. Yeah, so I, I systematically just destroyed all of his structures while, you know, people kept calling him and just surrounded his, like, remaining uh, command center and singular SCV with nothing but photon cannons just out of range. So if he tried to move, he'd die. Jesus. Um, <laughs> that was the last time we got away with that. But boy, was it funny. I remember in the dial-up days, because I was super addicted to Diablo 2, but we had one computer and my brother played two and we had to share it constantly. And my, our parents uh-huh. didn't understand the concept of how those games work, so their their idea of fairness was to set a, an egg timer on 15-minute intervals and make a switch over and over again, which is, like, an, uh, an impossible way to play Diablo 2. <laughs> so I used uh-huh. to sneak downstairs and put a pillow over the computer tower to mute the dial-up sounds so I could play in the middle of the uh-huh. night. Why did you that's just funny. remove the dial-up sound? You because do realize, I was like, 11 that's a- and didn't know. <laughs> Come on, yeah. fucking asshole! You just think Good stuff works Jeeves. that way. <laughs> like wow. you had Jeeves. I remember one time. Jeeves. I don't think I knew about Jeeves until it was gone. Or is it gone? Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Jeeves. Well, it's became Ask Ulta Vista now or yeah. some bull crap. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, uh, I remember my, my parents bought um, DSL for the first time and upgraded from uh, from uh, what was it? Uh, like dial. Well, they case. got rid of Jeeves. They fired the butler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they got. Uh, we got out of the dial-up days and went with DSL. And I remember, um, I looked at like the frame, like my FPS counter, and all my games, and I was like, "What the hell? It hasn't gone up." 
I thought we got DSL. What is this crap? What? I thought we were going to get it to 60 frames per second. And I was, like, mad about this. I had that same experience as a kid at one point where we went from DSL <laughs> to cable, and I expected WoW to run better. And I didn't understand that the reason why WoW lagged so hard in Ironforge wasn't because of latency issues, but because there was just way too much shit being loaded into the physical mm. game on my on my computer. Which yeah. I believe so, had 128 megs of, re- of memory. <laughs> oh, the not, Windows XP days. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's not an internet story, but uh, I've been making computers since I was like six or seven. Same here. Uh, and, you know, it's always, it's always been fine. Uh, you know, we never really used them for much, and most of the games were, weren't very demanding. But I want to say when I was in like seventh grade... Uh, I made a computer, but my dad's like, nah, you don't need a graphics card, you don't need these things, you know, just use with the onboard, because all your games are going to run fine. I played through the entirety of Halo 1, which actually ran fine, without a graphics card. Like, the onboard was clearly not enough, because I was at a friend's house playing Halo 2, I was like, why is Master Chief green? Because for the the graphics (laughs) card version, he's white. Like, for the no graphics card version, he was white on the PC. Because oh, no. they couldn't um, handle, like, the texturing or what? Yeah, yeah there, were, <laughs> there was no normal mapping. There there were very minimal textures. Master Chief was just pure stark white. Uh, <laughs> I have to see if there's, like, a white Master Chief. I, wow. I, have no, <laughs> I have no idea if I could ever re- replicate this again, because obviously, like, that computer's dead. Um, uh-huh. But it was just kind of this, like, incredible revelation that, oh, hey, you know, graphics cards are good. Go buy one, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, so I, I had the opposite but, experience where my computer was too good for something, and I tried launching Diablo One, and the entire game. And had, then it says you, like you have too much RAM. Please well, what happened to me is the entire game had, had inverted what? colors. Oh, oh yeah, you, that happens. Oh, you the forgot to. Like, you yeah. forgot the whole to game lower was like the pink and white and shit. Yeah, you put on too many. You had your color display was too high. It only like supports <laughs> yeah. like sixteen gig, like sixteen bits or something like that. I remember that one one I day where we tried to. I pasted in untextured Master Chief. Oh no! Go ahead. And he just looks transparent. Upon. <laughs> yeah, he's that... like Master Ghost. Whoa! He's the T three thousand. Yeah, he's he's gonna cop his way through a wall. Okay, so I wanna <laughs> I wanna I wanna say something like I, I before anything. That's a dangerous ends, beginning to a sentence from Andrew. Yeah, but before <laughs> this ends, I want to say something, which was uh, I'm really upset. At, uh, I'm really upset at the commenters for suggesting I watch Boku no Pico. Um, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, we, I, should, we should bring this one out. Like, I, went, that, like, I went in... Like Pikachu Academy? N- n- no. <laughs> I no. I, I went right, into this, but... No, you stop, don't stop, 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 stop. <laughs> All right, Keith, your homework before next week no. is to no, watch no, 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 no. He's not, he's not going to watch it. He's going to watch like 30 seconds. He's going to watch 30 seconds. to watch. He's going to watch 30 seconds of it and quit immediately. Like, <laughs> he's not going to even get past the opener. So, let's just be real here. Probably. Uh, it just... Probably true. I'm so, I'm so mad because I went in without knowing anything. I didn't look it up. I didn't want to do research because I wanted to I wanted to be surprised. Because I was like, I've never oh, heard of this. Oh, God. Well, I'm m- looking at it right now. I'm being surprised, huh? 
I, I wanted to be surprised because, like, I, this is actually an anime I don't know. Everybody's acting like I should have seen it before. So I was like, I, I'm going to go into this super surprise. And so I decided to set up a camera and film myself watching it for the first time with uh, my roommates. And I, with your roommates? With you brought roommates. them in on this? And, oh, and, fucking, and so we sit there. There's some watching, like-minded roommates, though. And and we're watching the, the, the opener and right, like, everything's okay. We're like, oh, wow, that's that's kind of weird. It's like a little naked 12-year-old girl. Okay, well, that's that's kind of funky. <laughs> and uh, and so, and then it gets to this fucking scene at the very end. And it's, scroll- it's showing both of them, like, this older man and uh, this 12-year-old girl. And they're, like, you know, naked. And they're hanging out next to each other. And it's scrolling downward. And as the camera pans down to the very bottom, they both have dicks. And I was like, wait a second. Oh my god, is this about a 12-year-old boy and a fucking 25-year-old man? Like, I can't. <laughs> oh no. And your and, roommates, what and, did and, they think no, of we, you? We all sat there for a second and we're like, wait a second, what are we watching? And and we just watched it. And there was, oh god, it like, it, in the beginning it was okay, where we were like, all right, I guess we'll tolerate it, it's kind of creepy, but whatever. And then it gets to this point where it's like, okay... Uh, like we, uh, come like, on, man! It's, like this whole thing feels like a conspiracy. Like you had a circle of people who all like heavily recommended this thing, like it was freaking Citizen Kane, and you're just going in like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go in blind and bring all our friends and watch this movie. It's called a Serbian film, and we'll just find like, out. Oh, I mean, I didn't, I, I, I didn't look up because I, I added it to my anime list, but I didn't actually read the description. It, I just saw that it was like a one episode OVA, and I was like, yeah, I can definitely watch an OVA. It's not going to be long. It's 30 fucking minutes. 30 fucking minutes of child porn. I was like, come on, man. Like, five minutes is fine, but like 30 minutes? Like, 30 minutes is a problem now. Like, it, I was so mad because like, we I got through 20 minutes of it, and I was like, okay, we've had fucking four sex scenes. I, I think... <laughs> I was like, I think there's only 10 minutes left, which means we should be clear. No! At the fucking last five minutes, they were like, another sex scene. I was like, come on, guys! Like, there has to be a limit to how many fucking dicks can be shoved in an asshole in one episode. Like, you gotta stop. And like, I will say there's only one, there was only one good thing about that entire, uh, the entire episode, which was there was a perfect scene where it showed both of them standing up. And then there's this giant moon in the background, and there's cum coming out of them <laughs> next to the moonlight. <laughs> and I was like, "This is a really good. So this is a really breaks. Like, a re- We're done. <laughs> breaks. <laughs> Let's you want me talk to show about you the video? other shit. I, no. You know what? I want to name this podcast Regret Cast because I, <laughs> I, I wanted. I don't want to hear about Boko no Pico. <laughs> I don't want to see Boko no Pico. I don't. Whenever I don't want to see it either. This is a very yeah, confusing. Stop fucking talking about it. I just I'm just mad it. because your your fucking audience was the one who suggested it to me. <laughs> the dumbass so that agreed fuck? to it. This is a very I, confusing like conversation to listen to while watching the little chicks. Roommates. I'm still watching the I, chicks play in the in the fucking straw. Yeah, I know. I've been watching this I, this entire time with just this like growing I, frown on my face. You're just like, eh. <laughs> Look, no. Man, I, I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm really upset that I, li- this is why I don't listen to people when they tell me to watch something, because it's like, this, this is, is the kind of shit that I don't listen to my audience happens. ever when they tell me to watch or play anything. <laughs> Secrets well, out? I don't know, they, they saw my anime list, I figured they'd recommend me something that would be relevant to my anime no! list. 
<laughs> if you haven't heard no. of it, why did you trust them? Wait, what why be... did you trust them? How does someone recommend an anime that's relevant to your list of all anime on your anime list? <laughs> you, I don't know. I you watched see, I watched an amazing movie the other day. I mean, I watched a great movie called Spriggan. Like that was cool. Like I've never seen that before. I mean, granted, the plot is fucking garbage. It's like Jewish people created technology to destroy the planet. But like, whatever. <laughs> oh, it's so okay. It's it's, it's no, it's I literally. Say, I didn't realize this is a documentary. It's it's literally. <laughs> it, it, it's like it literally says that uh, in the in the past, Hebrews wrote this special glyph that could not be destroyed, and on it held the secrets. Oh my god! To, it's the plot to Wolfenstein. And and so like the whole time, the first thing that happens is someone pulls out like this square processor, and then I'm watching it with my buddy Joe, and he goes, "That is a Jewish processor," and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I guess it is." <laughs> and so this guy takes out the processor and puts it in this uh, this machine, and it like opens this door, and it's like inside has like dinosaurs in it, and like time is stopped, and it's like I'm a weather device, and I'm like, did the Jewish people just build a weather device and die out? Like what happened? And so it's like it's the whole like, thing like is like so the Jews weird. Are now the forerunners. They, they are like that was the, the whole point it was old like society that no one knows about but all like, the technology lives on <laughs> yeah like the plot was that the jewish people wrote the bible as like a forerunner well they did yeah like a forerunner instruction bible to or instruction booklet to tell you like how to not fuck up with the technology they left behind and like they apparently created this technology and then killed themselves with it. And then we're like, yeah, I think the next people will figure out how to use it right. And it like, but if what? the Jewish people got killed, then how come they're still Jews? In this world, there are not Checkmate Jews. Checkmate atheists. <laughs> Check, checkmate Hitler. And like in this world, Hebrew is a dead language. Like Hebrew is a well, biblical Hebrew is a dead language. But yeah, it's like like Hebrew language is like dead language. Like Hebrews don't exist. It's like the world, the world is like not, it does not like talk about Jews anymore. So. <laughs> we just don't talk about them. It's not it, after their weird robot. It's just like every, death. every time something was happening, like it was so fun to sit there and blame Jewish people. Like, oh no, they're like the fire, the building's on fire. Well, it's because of fucking Jewish technology. And it's like, <laughs> it's like everything, the whole movie was just like. Basically, there's two two uh, very important points in the movie. One, Jews created, like, death machines. And two, America is an asshole. Like, that was the whole center point of the movie. I mean, that's true pretty much no matter what. Uh, yeah, it was just, like, specifically... They, like, specifically had a villain who was American. Like, they specifically had to make him American. Like, uh, Did and he dress like Elvis and eat hamburgers? He was just what? a kid. He was, like, a kid with a baseball cap. And uh, <laughs> and like wearing a sweater, like a like, he looked like a uh, someone from like New York, like a baseball fan of like a baseball fan from New York. He has like a baseball shirt, like a baseball sweater. He has like a cap that has like says something on it, and he just like has short hair and talks really annoying. And he's like, he's like, I'm from America, and America's gonna use this weather machine to like destroy the planet. And I was like, why? Why the fuck would America do that? Like, wouldn't America just want to, like, hold the power and threaten people with it? Why would they literally use it? Like, <laughs> that doesn't and, make any Andrew sense. Andrew has become the weirdest little filter to experience Japanese media through. I know. <laughs> it's like a sieve, but all you get out of one side is just shit. <laughs> I watch a lot of garbage. And you're like, are we beneath the toilet? And no, it's like blue sky, and you're like... 
Where is this coming from? <laughs> I'm I'm just saying it's if I would well, I would, that analogy was really strange. <laughs> Why is there a sky involved with the sea? I'm saying like most of Jack butthole pooping into it. Look, it's a little bit broken, but it's just like everything is fine. Where is he getting this from? There's, yeah, there, there is there is a functional metaphor for Andrew's cynicism that you would hold up like a coffee filter up to like a, a rain cloud and just actual fecal matter would come out somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the filtered out terribleness would somehow be components of things that necessarily weren't there in the you first can, place. He's distilling the like smallest a- particulates from those <laughs> rain clouds that used to be people's farts. You and say there, there's the fart filter. sprinkles. We found them. Yep. Like pour it out like, like a, a brand new soda or whatever, and you're like, I'm gonna enjoy this glass of water, and it's just raw sewage. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, his, how did you make the water it's like, work? It's like its temperament is like an atmospheric condenser, but just it's instead of water or like moisture, it's just poop. Just it finds all yep. the poop in the atmosphere and condenses it into solid blocks. Yeah, my life is pretty pretty shitty, but uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, see, is a pun. But yeah, the, uh, so, yeah, see. So I, let's, I don't, let's I, move I don't know. Away everything like my my, my mentality on life is just Japan. like everything's my my mentality on life is just everything's garbage unless it's proven to be good. You know, like I get the feeling this entire podcast isn't really about us, like you, me, or Bird Keith. It's just all, all about Andrew people in Andrew's life, in his story. We're just we're just like <laughs> kind of. It, it's this is like the weekly. We this is the week. And review for Andrew. <laughs> yeah, until we talk about. And Dark we're just here to out. give him shit for it. That's it. <laughs> I don't. I like, mean... So, what do you guys think about the fact that movies are now on Steam? Wait, movies I are didn't on know Steam. That, that happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mad Max was. I know. I know they kind of pioneered oh. it up. You can buy. I know the, they pioneered oh, they did it with the some other documentary. Things. No, no, yeah, no. Like, then, like uh, an entire studio just signed up on Steam. You can buy like every single Tarantino film on Steam for like four dollars each and watch like, and watch. Yeah, them like I, saw, I saw them all in like the new releases, and I was just like, "This is annoying" because I want to look at new games. Oh yeah, like I'm o- I'm okay with it, except for the fact that Steam doesn't sort right. Yeah, Cougars Incorporated, Cyborg Two, Sundown, That's the Vampire Retreat. Sort. To be fair, yeah, it was God, already a problem. Why is, why is <laughs> so, Steam's like so, so hard to use? Okay. You can sort so it's like only games or software, streaming videos, downloadable content, but yeah. it still shows up on the main page. And it's not categorized, yeah. so if you look at like all new, it just gives you this like sh- just shitty list. It's like if you um it, it's like if you're on Netflix and you just say new releases. And it doesn't filter any of them out unless you manually, like, go and start checking things off. So, especially if Netflix started having, like, porn on it. So you're like, new releases, what do we have? Let's see. Uh, Some really bad Kung Fu Panda, you know, straight-to-DVD movie, uh, a couple of TV shows. Ooh, Daredevil. And just, like, Triple X Slut Party. Shitty, horrible movies. And like Twilight and Hunger Games. Well, it's it's that that studio. It's all this crap. It's that studio. Yeah, it's just Lionsgate. Oh, okay. Lionsgate's yeah. the one who signed up. So it's it's all it's, it's, like, it's, 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 it's every but... it's every tween movie and every Tarantino and movie. Tarantino. <laughs> That's exactly what this looks like. Yeah. And Leprechaun two through seven. Which is whoa, by the whoa, way, Leprechaun two there? or whatever is like the most expensive uh, movie on the list. Wait, it's what? like eight dollars when everything else is like four. 
Leprechaun in the hood? There's a what lepre- the fuck There's a Leprechaun movie that costs twice as much as Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Why are the Leprechaun movies so expensive? They're the oldest ones. <laughs> a leprechaun in the hood. A group of aspiring rappers steal a magical flute that instantly makes them successful. However, it also awakens the wrath of the ruthless leprechaun. How hell are these yeah. connected so, concepts? So guys, guys, what are we what doing? What the hell is this? Guys, what are we doing a commentary track on that? <laughs> I, I will watch Leprechaun with you guys if on you want to. I love next Leprechaun. Next podcast, we're all going to watch Leprechaun in the hood. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? It won't oh, even no. be. It won't even be a podcast. It's just going to be us doing that and live commentating it. That's just going to be the podcast. <laughs> we could we could do that. That's, I guess well, mystery that, science theater. It. That's what I meant. I said commentary. Uh, all right. I, I thought you we said, can, like, Jesus before Christ. the next podcast, we'd have that put together. So what I found amusing about this was that Reservoir Dogs is on the list, and if you look at Reservoir Dogs' uh, Steam page, it has a Metacritic score of 50. And I was taken wow. aback by that, because really? I was like, it's hmm. Reservoir Dogs, it's like one of the most critically acclaimed movies he's ever made, what's going on there? It's the video game. The movie has the game's oh. Metacritic <laughs> score on it. <laughs> That's oh, weird. Oh, what the fuck? Come on, Steve. <laughs> because the game is actually really bad. Because yeah. you can't make a video game where, spoiler alert, you lose in the yeah. end. I was just interested because I was watching. I was looking at the page of literally like one of my two favorite movies of all time, and it had a <laughs> Metacritic of fifty. I'm like, that mm-hmm. seems off. <laughs> like maybe mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm out of touch, but I thought everyone liked Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> but, but there was that's a game. A, that's that, one of the good Tarantino movies, right? Yeah. Oh wow. One yeah, guys, yeah there was an awful, awful game for it. Uh, so it was, it was I'm looking totally at... outdated, right? Like, it came out ten years later? <laughs> yeah. Like, the Warriors games? So, so I'm looking at Reservoir Dogs, <sighs> and then I scroll down to more like this. So we got Pulp Fiction, Bad Lieutenant, Sim City, Tomb Raider, Gunslugs, Enter the Gungeon, fast. Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Firewatch, Oculus VR, Synvio... What? Back to the Oculus VR? Game. How the fuck Indie does Oculus VR play? I was expecting like, him to transition from like, Pulp Fiction to like, Kill Bill to Kill Bill Part 2, but no, he just straight to Tomb Raider and Lieutenant. <laughs> <Yeah. Matt laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I did not know where that was going to go. <laughs> I wonder if you could make like a Sim City game. Like a civil manager just being like, why is there a volcano propping on a downtown? Like, it could be the greatest disaster movie ever made. I just want to know how the suggested games works, where they're, they're going to be like, uh, Sin City, Bad Lieutenant, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Oh, you've been saying Sin City this whole time. God damn. Yeah, he was saying Sin City. Been, I, I thought he kept saying Sim City. No, And it no. was just like, that would no. be hilarious a Sim City like, movie. That would be, well, that would be, uh, so I, I mean like the original Tomb Raider. I don't mean the Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, like when, that, I, that's, when I played, when I played Sim City, I don't, re- I don't remember, uh, Elijah Wood eating anyone. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Anyone remember that? In that movie, he yeah. was a straight-up cannibal. Was... Mm-hmm. Right, right out of being Frodo back in, so he tr- he's a cannibal in a fucked-up comic book movie. I So I I will admit, I had a, a friend who went, went to watch the movie because Elijah Wood in it, was in it, because she had, like, this huge crush on him. Man. She came she back and she's like, I don't talk, talk, about to my, don't talk dates, to me about it that, anymore. That dates a story immediately. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a huge crush on Elijah Wood. Yeah, someone saw a movie because Elijah Wood was in it. it was it two thousand? Oh, was it two thousand four? Specifically, <laughs> like just that one year and nothing else. What he was in the Hobbit? <laughs> yeah, and the Hobbit sucks. He was in the, he was in the worst second. part of the Hobbit, the really pointless prologue. 
yeah. the prologue before the prologue of the prologue's prologue because the game movie takes a whole <laughs> movie and a half to start. <laughs> oh man, those movies just got worse, right? Like every single oh, yeah. one. I never watched. Than the, than the I never one. watched the third one. I, the I third liked one has some of the about comedy, ten minutes of story. That was about it. Oh, glorious! It's got ten minutes of story stretched for about two and a half hours of just just CG fighting. people fighting each other. And really weird uses you know, of CG too. Like, there's already a dwarf car- cast in that game. Like all the uh, in, that, in that movie, all the main dwarf people. But then a dwarf army shows up midway through the movie, and they have a leader that's supposed to be some sort of defined character, and he's CG. Bjorn. He's a CG yeah, dwarf. It's to be Bjorn, and I'm like, why is he CG? Oh. He's supposed to be like the other people, but they have they have, like nah. they can't even cast people apparently for these roles. It just became a. You know, it's, it was, you were just watching a video game war, like you're watching Kessin Three or something. <laughs> this is a weird thought that I haven't thought about since I've read The Hobbit. But I read that book when I was like 13, and that book, uh, my edition, had like uh, all the maps that Tolkien drew to go along with it and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember being like, I'm going to try to follow the story along in the map and figure out what's going on. Oh, no. The fucking maps. Or first off, everything's written in Dwarvish, so you're just like, which which town are they in right now? I can't translate like tree L slashy X and P into a word. This isn't this isn't working for me it's, right like now. It's, it's a super weird contrast that Hobbit, mm-hmm. the Hobbit's written mm-hmm. like a children's book, but it's all hard. Mm-hmm. It's all like hard fantasy meant for like thirty yeah. year olds. <laughs> yeah, it's like and it's a it's weird like, contradiction built into the fiction. So, like, here's another part about The Hobbit and trying to follow along, follow along the maps. Uh, the Shire isn't located on the map included in the book at all. <laughs> Which is where the so story So you have starts. no idea where to start. So you just are like, well, they enter the woods, and here's where the woods are in the middle. So let's see if I can work backwards to where the hell the Shire was so I can figure out where they started. And... Like, then, okay, here's another thing. There's two maps included, one of which focuses just on, um, like, what is it, this desolate mountain or whatever, where smog is being like, yeah. Uh, there's no oh, yeah? indication there's, there's of well where that personality map... Trait of <laughs> <laughs> there's no indication of where on the other map the second map is supposed to be on. So, again, that was also located off... To like the right wow. side of the map, it was. I would have failed my major that if I, th- I did this. <laughs> it was an experience that I thought would be so enriching and enlightening to this story, and instead, it was just like, "Why the hell were these things included? This is awful." Wow. I, I, I've been playing Banner Saga, which makes me think of like the the, uh, the Hobbit and everything, where like you have to navigate yeah, based on this map all the time. And it kind of called to attention the way that, like, whenever I have a Lord of the Rings story or a Banner Saga story or something, I always have trouble accepting, like, the scale of the map. Like, you'll have a big, iconic scenes happening in various parts of the story, and then it'll be like, and then they traveled for two months in that direction, and stuff like that. And it's always hard to accept, like, oh yeah, they they just walked for months in the middle of the story, and we just skip that part, and there's, like, crazy time dilation going on all the time. But Banner Saga extra fucks it up, because... Instead, like, they did a weird thing that I, I, it's constantly distracting to me in both games, which is that 
In Banner Saga, they write the story like it is Lord of the Rings, where it's a little band of adventurers walking around, like, you know, like eight people, basically. Is how but it... then they also have this gigantic number of people supporting them yeah, at the same time. Yeah, they have time. like a 1,000-person army half the time. Yeah. But they'll have, like, stories <laughs> where, like, oh, yeah, there's a squabble happening between these two people on the road, and you come across them, and they're surprised by you. I'm like, how? They're surprised mm-hmm. by a 1,000 people? Or, like, there's parts in Banner Saga 2 where someone making a... If you make a loud oh. noise, you can, like, attract attention in the caves. And it's like, as opposed to hundreds of people walking to... Do you know how loud, do you know how loud <laughs> yeah. people like, are? Like, there's children, <laughs> carts, lots of people in armor. Yeah. Okay, um, that, that's pretty bad. But, like, one guy... Sh- but if you, as the main character, might shout at the wrong time, you can get attention drawn to you. And it's like, what? Yes. There's thousands of people in here. Like, what the fuck? Like, the game continually so, seems to have a story that forgets that it has an army in it. <laughs> So I, I just want to mention something that happened to me earlier today in Banner Saga because I was playing and having a lot of fun with it. Um, so the main character for the second game, uh, if you do what I did, um, gets an ability called Overwatch, which, you know, is you know, shoot anybody that comes within your, like, radius, effectively. Yeah. Uh, so I've just been giving her nothing but, like, strength points and stuff to the point where she can Overwatch anybody. But she also has a trinket that makes her... A, her Overwatch have a knockback if it does more than three damage to an enemy. So I was in an encounter against a bunch of centaurs, and they're not very heavily armored dudes. So I proceeded to have just the main character walk slowly forward, and they would move like a tile forward and get knocked back outside of the map. Whoops. And <laughs> an entire, like, nice. ten-minute fight was just me slowly whittling them down... Yeah, and because I kept killing them and getting more, you know, willpower from it too. So uh, I, I was just, I was literally just farming these like just sad centaurs because they can't do shit. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I killed all the archers immediately, knowing that they're going to be the only thing that can threaten this uh, this specific tactic. So even like their chieftain, who's this like big burly centaur, I just like whittled down so you take like plenty of damage, and so. I just had, like, my weak as shit other characters run in and just, you know, poke them to death the rest of the way for free levels and stuff. Have you uh, found that in Battle Saga 2? They excellent cheesing. Have you found that in yeah, Battle Saga 2 they, they just kind of started adding more and more abilities to the game to the point, but, like, almost haphazardly to the point where, like, there's just massive power balances, it's, uh, disbalances it's, between it's characters? Not, it's not hard anymore. It used to be hard, it's not hard anymore, and I'm like, okay the, with like, that. There's a character yeah, because I heard the first game was really hard. There's a character who can just yeah. summon a bear. Yeah. And the bear is just a separate unit that is as good as most units, but also the other yeah. guy is still there. And <laughs> just knows that Andrew's left his computer and is now tending his chickens while we talk about Banner yep. Saga. <laughs> it is... Yeah, like, I mean, I will admit, like, though, like Banner Saga 2 is like, so Overwatch. much fun. Like, your character has Overwatch, and I, the other character, the, not the other character that, that you could have instead, but the, the, uh, the alternate campaign character, because they always split it into two different campaigns, basically... Like, that guy has the ability to just attack twice in a row instead of once. The, the, like, wow. the one caveat. The one caveat is that it does, it doesn't, he, it, you don't control the second attack. So it could attack armor or it could attack strength or it could attack your teammates if they're, ne- if they're adjacent to a teammate. But generally it just means a free second hit. But also he has an ability where if, if you, someone's about to die, you can just do, a, he has like a killing blow type move where you just wipe that guy out and then you just get another turn. And so, hmm. if he has high, oh, if he oh has you high mean Bulwark? Yeah, Bulwark. Yeah, I, I got him strength, up to like. If he yeah, has high I got him up to like twenty. Walk around and one shot like twelve guys one by one, and it's like no yes. big deal. 
It's like, yes. what the f This is like the most weird power balance, whereas you get somebody else in your party who's like, their one power basically is that they can, if someone stands near them, then if when a kill happens, you might, you'll get a bonus willpower added to the party. And that's like, that's what that role of that character well, they basically. Don't even need, they don't even need to stand uh, next to the person. They can stand like two tiles away. Yeah. So like, I've had that just, just proc randomly. Just I'm like, oh, the place, hi. Though. I've just found that the the yeah. powers of individual characters are so all over the place that it's a little hard to justify using some of them. Yeah, always, I guess... It was already a problem in the first that's one. That's kind of a common problem in a lot of games, though. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the game keeps giving you more characters. Like, every, every <laughs> yeah. chapter, you meet, like, five new characters, and they just get added to your pool, and you're like, well, who, who the fuck do well, I love? Well, I'm never going to use any of these. <laughs> and what, I, what but my biggest disappointment with Banner Saga 2 right now, which I largely think is a better game than the first game in a lot of ways, but an issue I have is that they add a lot more RNG, which bums me out. Because mm -hmm. really? one of the things they did is that uh, the first game was completely set in stone about how basically everything worked. You had this strength and this armor, and it always did the same things, and you had these ranges you could level people up to when you get this many kills and stuff like that. But in the second game, they raised the level cap, but they didn't raise the actual uh, stat caps. So once you max mm -hmm. out the stats that you they were would originally max out in the first game, you then get talents. And all of the talents are like a 10, 20, and 30% chance of doing specific things in specific situations like blocking a strength da damage or doing a critical and stuff like that so like after you match it max out the basic stats that were from the first game you basically then put all of your level ups into giving your characters random effects for stuff but like the biggest culprit right now for randomization for me is the fact that they give you an axe thrower and this guy's ability is that he'll throw an axe for normal for normal strength damage at an enemy and he'll just keep throwing them until he misses once and yes. the the RNG says that he has like an 80% chance of hitting the first time and then a 10% lower chance each each subsequent uh, throw. But it's so RNG that like the last three times I've tried to use that skill, it deflected the first hit and nothing happened. I, and it was a waste of a turn. I had him kill Aww. a guy. Guy had 20 hit points, killed the guy in just one go. Just like X X X X X X. I could the, not believe the, the, that. That's that ridiculous. That particular ability is so completely drowned Random. in RNG that it's like it. I, it makes me unhappy. It exists. <laughs> yes, because the game was I, so reliable it, though, and not being random before. Yeah, the first game was definitely more set in stone, but I really do think the second one is more fun. They got rid of a lot of like the starvation mechanics too, because. Your uh, your clansmen will now like search forests that you're walking through for like fruits and bears. Yeah, and stuff. they made clansmen so do people something. Just... Yeah, which is really nice. There was a really um, weird thing in that game, which is that you'd build up an army that had this many clansmen, this many fighters in it, and the fighters would affect would be your army force. So they would affect like your army versus their army would affect how 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 hard an individual battle would be whenever you fought an army because you it would it would be two armies fighting each other, but it would it would contextualize itself as just being a turn based combat like, like normal. But the enemy force mm -hmm. was determined by how much they were overwhelming your army in, in numbers. But clansmen, as far as I could tell in the entire first game, were functionally just a thing that you kept around because you felt bad. Like, because you didn't yes. want them to die. But, like, there was... It was just, like, you were just ferrying around people for the sake of being nice, basically. It's like, they, they, they remember that that stat on the top of the screen should probably do something. So in the second game, they forage for food periodically, and so the more... So the, the, their balance now is that the fighters consume more food per day than clansmen do, while clansmen actually can restore food over time. 
So there's actually yeah, a, sounds a, like there's actually a symbiosis aristocrats there. in Door Fortress. Yeah, there's there's actually like a thing going on now, which is mm-hmm. nice. But yeah, that was different. But what, one of the things that's gotten weird about the game is that it went from being a game where you were con- kind of constantly uh, like you were often starved for renown in the first game, and renown is an all-in-one yes. f- currency you use to make de- certain decisions or to pay for your goods or buy trinkets that augment your stats or to level up any character ever in the game. So it was used for everything. But you only really got it by either winning battles or by making really specific decisions throughout the game that would basically incre- increase your fame. In, but in Banner Saga 2, you kind of just get renowned for everything all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like I, do a I did a training and... mission earlier today and just got 40. It's yeah. like, here's 40 renown. So you'll get renowned for every kill you get. You get renowned for finishing battles. You get renowned for like stubbing your toe sometimes, and like you get re- you get renowned for it like, like completing this, uh... training missions inside your tent. And it's like I'm just doing a training <laughs> exercise in my tent. Why did that help me buy food? I don't understand. It I, sounds I do like, like... Uh, Banner Saga Two is a lot gamier than like Banner Saga yeah. One. Yeah, it's it, it's abstracted its mechanics to an extra level to the point where they don't make sense in any. You can't explain uh-huh. them in the world anymore. It's just they're just they just are mechanics. It's just gamey. Yeah, it is yeah. just video game now. <laughs> Though, Which is fine, I will admit, but it's, kind just, of a it's a weird change, though. Yeah. I, I guess I enjoy it because it's it's much more... It's fun. Like, yeah. the first one I played, and it was... I was on easy, and it was still stressful at times. Like, there were some battles where, like, I was close to uh-huh. death and, like, whatever. Mainly because, you know, I, I just could not promote my units. Like, I was on Chapter 5, and I still had level 1 characters because they weren't giving me enough renown... To both feed my people and level my unit. So it was like f- super feast or famine. Now it's just like, all right, here's a fight. Uh, assuming that you like don't screw up your tactics, you can co- totally go to town on people. And like there are a couple of enemies that have like ruined me. Like there's one one enemy type that will actually divert all damage to one of your characters. So I like accidentally oh, yeah. murdered my entire party by accident because I didn't understand it and had Bulver kill two of my guys at once. <laughs> Which uh, isn't. To, to be fair, that's his default. That's just what he likes to do. That's his kill default, your own teammates. <laughs> I put it, I put him between two of these corrupted, uh, whatever they're called, uh, and I'm like, all right, he's gonna kill both, and then he swings and he kills one of my characters, and then he swings again and kills my other character, and I'm just like, but they're on the other side of the map. Why is this a thing? <laughs> I will like, say that I specifically there's, there's one keep thing objectively bad. There's one thing objectively bad about Banner Saga that hopefully gets patched at some point. Which is that I I was doing training mechanics in Bulwark's campaigns. Like when those don't know, you just go into your tent while you're camping and just be like, "Hey, let's do a training mission," and they're good to do because they just give you free renown that you use as currency for experience and supplies and everything like that. But mine's broken and unbeatable. Just picturing like a dude like practicing in his tent how to swing a sword yeah and then somebody else leveling up as a result he does like a sweet trick and then you get like gold spewing out, of the, like, yes! spewing out of midair <laughs> <laughs> he just does a sick trick. Oh, he, did, he does a sick maneuver and then just people aren't hungry anymore i don't know what happened <laughs> the the other gamey thing that they did like, was no, they no, no, give no, you I, ro- ro- well uh, i didn't actually say the thing i was trying to say <laughs> oh okay but Sorry. what happened is i was trying to do a training campaign and I literally can't do the training mission. It's impossible. Because what happens... Which one is it? Is that, first of all, there's there's one red flag, is that when you do training missions, which are a very controlled environment, like do these super specific things in a few turn-type maneuvers, 
they for uh-huh. some reason make the mistake of letting you use your actual characters instead of like st- instead of like generic spearmen and generic archers and stuff like that. So you're already playing with characters that have that are could be completely different characters based on how you've built them and stuff like that and how you've spent time with them. But the big problem that happened is that in the second Bulwark training mission, uh, Bulwark himself is one of your opponents, and he is the character that you built. And the way that the so you can get wildly out of power then yeah he's my most, yeah. most he's my most powerful character and he's the opponent but the, so but the, oh. and on top of that there's the issue that uh, the way that the game handles difficulty on different on different difficulty levels is that it'll balance the enemy army based on a certain like difficulty like score basically like D and D and Bulwark's uh-huh. super high level so since he's high level it reduced the number of people in his party from three to two to balance it even though it's a training mission. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing: the training mission is step one. It use insult on Bulwark. Insult is a move that makes it so that he gets pushed back. Oh, this is the one where the turn order. Step two: yeah. use axe throw and hit three times in a row. Okay, that's RNG, so that's a dick move. But okay, it's fine. Step three: stop Bulwark from having a turn. Period. Which means you literally have to defeat Bulwark before he has a single turn. His armor, his both of his his armor and strength are so much higher than everyone else in the party that no one can even hurt him in one turn. But because he's high level, it also deleted one of the other per- people that are supposed to be in his party, which means that he has fewer people in his party than ours. So even if you insult him to push him he back to the end of the turn, yeah, if you push him back yeah. to the end of the turn, he still comes up like immediately. So you only get two actions, one of which is pushing back his action. So that means I have to kill him in one axe throw in order to win. But his armor is so high that every time I do the axe throw, it says it says resist, 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 deflect. So like yep. even when it hits, it doesn't hurt him. I'm like, it's literally an impossible level for me to do. I, I which had means that I can't really do easy. any of the training missions for the rest of Bulwark. Because <laughs> um, they're linear. For, linear. One of, for one of mine, I've got Krumer, who's uh who when he split from my party, uh from a let's party. He had uh, the thing that gives him, like, plus four break. So he just walks in and can, like, break off anybody's armor in, like, one blow. And uh, for that mission, Bulwark was heavily injured because I did two battles back-to-back. So he had, like, minus three HP. So I just went up and one-shot him with Krumer. And then I, I was like, that's right, w- well, this is easy. I gotta say, that's one of the dickiest moves that that game does when it comes to blindsiding you with stuff. Is the fact that, like... In the middle of the story, it'll just rip certain characters out of your party and just yeah. send them elsewhere, including the yep. items they're holding, <laughs> and you'll have yes. no warning it was going to happen, and you just have to deal with that now. But it's a, it's still a fun game. It has oh, yeah. it just has Oregon tra- Trail feelings of, like, uh, I had no way of being prepared for some of this stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. Like shit just I, I would still recommend it to anybody, but it is it is definitely not exactly a pure successor to Banner Saga 2, but personally I actually like it better than the first one. The first one yeah. I think I was a little bit more in tune with the story, it's but way I think more this also is suffering from yeah, like it's also suffering from it's it's suffering from middle child syndrome. You know, the first one's new and special the middle one you're like, alright you know, it's the darkest know this now of Banner third. Saga <laughs> pretty much, yeah because uh, like, they can't finish a whole lot of plots they got to kind of keep things going because there's a third game coming out in like a year and a half. Uh, it's so. funny because uh, people said like The Empire Strikes Back was kind of like that. And now it's oh, become yeah, absolutely. the most popular movie I, of the uh, original well, that's trilogy. Because, that's because Hoth was like a really good thing. And there's, yeah. I don't know. 
I, I still would agree though. Emperor in Strikes movie trilogies, is... sometimes the middle uh, chapter, because it doesn't have to wrap anything up or set anything up, gets to have the coolest stuff happen, uh-huh. like Helm's Deep. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Two Towers is the best Lord of the Rings too. Like there's a little, absolutely the middle one's the best one. Because <laughs> setups a pain in the ass and wrapping stuff up is boring, <laughs> but kind of necessary <laughs> for a good story ultimately. It depends, but yeah, because not agree. wrapping it up can be really shit. Yeah. But when you when you're in the middle movie and you don't know, you know, you don't have to. You can do a crazy shit for a while. <laughs> like yeah. on on the topic too, like probably the best Hunger Games movie is the second one because it's this weird middle chapter where they're not introducing the world and they don't have to finish everything, but they get to just fuck with you over the course of the movie in various ways. If you're in, if you're invested in that at all at that point. You know what the best Leprechaun movie is though? Leprechaun Leprechaun's in the, in the hood. hood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta wrap this yeah. one up. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, uh, a fine that stopping fun. point. Yeah. We actually yeah. talked about a video game, and I slowly sank off camera over the course of the podcast <laughs> well, while looking at chicks. <laughs> yeah, but different oh, yeah, ones. Instead of butts. Oops. Yeah. Instead of complaining about how video game women are dressed this whole time, we we watched a webcam of chicks. All right, that was fun. See you guys next week, presumably. Yeah, we'll probably talk Maybe. about Dark Souls three at some point. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we refrain from talking about Dark Souls three to talk about another game that half of us have no opinion on. Yeah. But it's fine. It happens. Bert, <laughs> you should play it. You would love it. It's very, very fun. 